Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Aunties. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% luck, 20% luck, 20% Need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up. Let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much, never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck. Humble through opportunities, given despite the fact. The many misjudge him cause he makes a living from writing rats Put it together himself, got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds, the skill of an artist This is 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear Cause why you was ill, who would've thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames Then I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church, I like bleach Man, why you had this? Stupidest verses, dude, is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots. His stocks through the roof. I heard from with that guy. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% And he's spitting fire and might Got him out the dryer, he's hot Found him in Fort Minor with top But a f***ing nihilist porcupine He's a he's a the type Women wanna be within rappers Hope he gets eight years in the making Patiently waiting to blow Now the record with your notice Taking over the globe He's got a partner in crime This is equally dope You won't believe the kind of That comes out of this kid's throat He's not your everyday I mean, I thought we played hard We come out of timeouts You have at least three times wide open looks and uh, and miss them and then they come down and and they're I mean their shooters are making shots and ours are not I, I mean I don't know and then we're you know we're, we're obviously not the defensive team uh, that we've been over the last four years we're not we're not guarding the ball like we have we're certainly not guarding the three-point shot if your overall team defense is not up to what it's been in the past then your offense should be better I mean three for 21 we had a bunch of defenders in the past that we could go three for 21. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. You have thoughts on that comment? Yeah, you know what I just heard? If you're not going to play defense and you can't hit shots, I'm going to play lead and blocker. I'm going to go with my defensive guys. Because my defensive guys can come in and at least play defense. They may not hit shots, but we're going to keep the other team from hitting shots. What are you giving me if you're not hitting shots and you're not playing defense? A good attitude. I look good in my uni. I got nice shoes. We did see Davenport play more in the uh, second half. He gave, him a, he gave him a couple of good minutes at the end of the first half. Hustle plays. A couple of really good hustle plays. Mm-hmm. And he played almost the entire second half. Yeah, I like him too. All right, there you go. That's a little from us. Here he is on Tremont Mark. There's a guy who's not having a whole lot of trouble scoring, but... He gave a... No, he played, he played well defensively. Yeah. I'm not trying to bat. They've got something with him. I, that was an insinuation okay. that his defense wasn't good. I was just giving him credit for the only offensive bright spot, or one of the few. Well, yeah, we moved him to the point. You know, his middle pick and roll, he was phenomenal. I mean, he goes 10 of 10 from the foul line. We only take 22 foul shots. He takes 10 of the 22. Thought he was super effective. He leads us in rebounding. You know, our two guards did a great job on the glass, Debo and, and Tmar. You know, I thought he did a good job attacking the basket. And, and he had three steals in area, 
you know, we've been talking about trying to create more turnovers, and, and certainly his, uh, you know, his three steals are, are things that we're looking for. Clone that dude. Uh, Mississippi State, by the way, held off a second half rally by the Arkansas women yesterday, and they were able to get the victory in Fayetteville, and that's a bummer. 0-2 at home in the SEC. Yeah, that's no good. No, I take it back. They're 1-1. One in, one in one one. Yeah. They one lost in. to Kentucky on the road. I was thinking that was at home. Oh, I did that too. Was, yeah, okay. They came back home and beat the hell out of Georgia. They 40. sure did. Yeah. They sure did. Uh, and, of course, the former Arkansas Razorback is part of the victorious team. Aaron Barnum is... Uh, she didn't have a very good game. 2 of 10. But the former Central High Tiger. Tiger yep. yep. Um, part of a winning effort last night in Fayetteville. And nothing against her, but that makes me sad. I wanted to see Arkansas win that. Let's bring in Tom Murphy and talk to him about Razorback stuff. And today we talk a little bit about Tide stuff because the great Nick Saban has called it a career, Tom. And I welcome you in. How are you? Hi, guys. Uh, cold, but doing very well. Thank you. It is cold, but uh, not as you cold. You got snow? We got um, a dusting. Um, it's just one of those that is so cold that it just sat there and it's just kind of be gross, basically. That's no good. I hate gross. I either need nice powder or just just rain. Yeah, but when it gets that kind of in betwixt, it sucks. We had tornado warnings here last night, though, Tom. So it could always be worse. Yeah, yeah. But you know, guys, um, I saw uh, somebody posted on Twitter today. It's a uh, Tom Rinaldi voice uh, Saban tribute. Yep. And it's really well done. I don't know if you've seen it. I did see it. I was sitting in that. Uh, media conference when he was introduced the day he drove in from the airport and all the fanfare and I remember those words they just they set with me all these years we want to make the other team not want to be on the field with us and mm-hmm. I remember when he said that I was like oh man this guy wants to just dominate people and mm-hmm. I mean it, it came to life I mean he, he projected it and said this is what we want to do and I guarantee you there were many many teams including in postseason games like Michigan State a few years ago didn't want to be on the field anymore. They were tired of playing that game. Yeah. Well, I wanted to joke and say it's too bad he couldn't pull it off, Tom. It was a good thought though, uh, but I guess he did. He had a pretty good run. Not not a bad not a bad time on the field for him. What do you think happens there? Because we had a lot of top names. Oh, we got some news. Yeah, Norvell, Mike Norvell, is pulling out. He is uh, staying at Florida State. Just oh, announced on Twitter. So that means Mike's falling on his sword at, at uh, FSU with the NIL. How in the world did that go wrong, Tom? We'll talk about that in a second. I, I think that means that his agent knows that he's not getting the job. So that's when you say, hey, I'm staying here. I I'm, love it here. I'm committed. Yeah. So that leaves DeBoer, DeBoer. or the OC. Tommy Reese. Yeah. I just don't see that I can't happening. See, no. I can't see that either. I think it's DeBoer. Tom? Tom? <laughs> well, um, you know, he canceled something he was going to be on on radio, I believe. Just some event. Yeah, I saw that. Speak at. And so it does lead you to believe that maybe he's, it's, it's an urgent talk that he's having. I, I personally, I so much, I don't know him that well, but I so much like who, where he came from, who he is, what the way he talks on the media, that I would rather him not do this because it's, it, it does so many things to your life that you don't expect the unintended consequences of being the coach at Alabama that I don't wish that upon him. Um, I think Lane Kiffin would handle it. Now, I don't know what, like, if they go after him, is he too outspoken for the, you know, kind of the button-down Alabama people? I don't know. But it sounds to me like if Alabama is tardy, Kalen DeBoer, he'll obviously have to tell them no if, if that's what they're doing. Uh, I think it would be a smart hire for Bama because he seems to me like he knows how to pull a team together and win. So, I don't know. I'm, that's my personal take is uh, I like him at a place like Washington. I think he suits him, and I don't know if, it, if, if Alabama would. Hmm. What were your greatest memories of covering Saban? Well, the one I mentioned, because it was just a, just a jaw dropper when you're sitting in that audience and like, oh, Hmm. Um, you know, I, I've referenced this a few times. Um, it's an obscure, somewhat obscure thing, but the first game when Houston Nuts team went down there in 2007, they were behind by three touchdowns. And then they got the running game going, and they scored four touchdowns in a row. And this, this is, you know, one of the worst Saban, probably the worst Bama team under Saban, 07. Um, and they take the lead. And they're up by seven, and it's getting late. 
and um, Alabama drives to somewhere, you know, around the 30-yard line or maybe 27 or something like that, and it's fourth down. And I think in a lot of instances, coaches would, you know, go for it. You know, game's on the line. we got to go get this fourth down. No, he went to the guy who had a meltdown the year before, Tiffin, and kicked a long field goal, and there's three-something minutes left, so they got within four. Uh, Derry McFadden is now out of the game with a concussion. And they, they get a three and out, or Arkansas might get one first down with Michael Smith at tailback, and then they have to punt. And Alabama goes down and scores with um, eight seconds left to go ahead touchdown. But I will say this, they got a huge call in that se- sequence where they were about a yard short of a first down with 20-something seconds left, no timeouts, and the officials stop the clock to measure it. When it's really, by eyeball, you can see – it's not a first down. They stop the clock, and that helps Alabama, you know, recover and, you know, get regroup, and, and they go down and score and win the game. But that and the 2010 and 2014 games here are the times Arkansas had a real good shot to beat them, and, and Nick Saban never lost to him while he was at Bama. Tom Murphy, the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Yeah, there were a couple close misses for sure there, but uh would have been nice. Would have been nice. The fumble into the end zone. On the uh, run by, was it Cody Walker that did that? Yeah. Uh, yep. Obviously the Mallet game where they were in great shape until the interceptions in the second half. And uh, Anyway, so, yeah, obviously uh, he's got that to hang his hat on. I'm sure when he talks to me about his career, that'll be the first thing he mentions. I never lost to Arkansas. 17-0. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you ever have any of those uh, tit-for-tats? We've been listening to some of those this week. Were you ever, did you ever draw his ire? Um, well, I challenged him on his, the, the rule that he had brought from LSU with him was that no freshman talked to the media. Um, he did a he did a smart thing that I wish more coaches would do. His first spring, I think it was before spring drills, uh, all of the beat writers and the TV stations, there was probably 20-something of us in there that he just met with. Off the record, you know, just here's how I do things, what questions do you have for me. It was really good. And I challenged him on the no freshman talking to the media because they'd had an offensive lineman the year before, um, and Andre Smith. And I think he was a first-round choice of the Bengals a couple years later. And he was such a good kid, and he was a good talker. And I was like, he's the perfect guy that you want a freshman to talk. And, you know, he said, you know what, this is going to be on a a situation-by-situation basis. And I don't know, he's probably uh, evolved over the years on that, but that was as close as we got. He did not like it when my one and only uh, sit down with him in his office where he had a remote control door closing device that he used, and he, and he had a nervous tick the whole time he was doing his knee up and down. Um, he did not like it when I said, why did you say when you were the Dolphins that you were not going to be the coach at Alabama? And You know, he had a prepared thing to say, but... You know, it's almost like a checklist you have to go through. Why did mm-hmm. Why did this happen? But anyway, no, he was he was interesting. Um, they, they let us be, um, or we, we did uh, honorary team captains or something for the first spring game there, and we were on the sidelines and listened to his pregame talk and everything. So he um, he reached out to the media a, a decent amount. I like that. Uh, do you think he borrowed that apparatus from Matt Lauer, or did he make his own? Um, you know, I don't know who all had those, uh, but it wasn't long after he had that office where um, he could sit down at the table or whatever and just push the button and the door would close, which is pretty pretty cool, actually. I guess it is kind of, but it also seems unnecessary. I don't know. That's cool. I guess, hey, whatever. Um, Tom, let me ask you about uh, his legacy and what what made him so great. I mean, you, you just can't do what he did. I mean, you just the, the thought of doing what he did, and especially when we expanded 12 games and the additional opportunities to slip up and get beaten by a good team, it, it will be probably never replicated. What do you think yeah. it was? I mean, obviously, attention to detail, you know, perfectionist. I mean, there are a lot of things that come to mind when I think of Saban. What do you think it is? What set him apart? Because there are a lot of good coaches. Yeah, I think it's a lot of things. It was, it was that mental, it was the uh, willingness or drive to just dominate people that I mentioned at the very top. Uh, and And he became such a great recruiter. That was a little bit of a surprise to me that he, that his recruiting, whatever pitches he used, you know, the Alabama tradition, and I'm going to prepare you for the NFL. Uh, I'm going to help, you know, your son maximize his earning potential, which probably played really well with the parents. But there's really a lot of things. Um, 
I, I think game planning. I, I think in-game adjustments. I mean, what coaches would have had, you know, the, you know, the guts to make that move at halftime when when Jalen Hurts was struggling against Georgia and put Tua in? I, I mean, that takes that takes just mm-hmm. inherent uh, trustworthiness in the in the backup and 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 just I'm going to make the right. Someone told me, uh, someone who's close to Saban told me when he got hired that. When he took over, there were so many people who felt like they had a stake in Alabama football, so many voices, so many people who felt they could get things done. He goes, when, when Saban takes this job, he's going to tell all those people, I'm in, in command. You know, everything goes through me. I make all the decisions. And, you know, whatever you wanted, whatever happened before, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I am in charge here. And he did that. And it takes such a such a powerful figure to to do that and i'm going to make all the decisions that all the voices like when i was covering mike shula you you know there were leaks all over the program and you know different people had ideas and you know uh, joe Kynes was a big influence on shula i mean so there was a lot of people who had input in the program and when saving got there it was my input and everything fell into place and some people who probably back uh you know who who um push back against that they might be, have been in the system for a year or two but yeah. then they were gone they, because if you if you did not you know submit to what he did then you could just go find another job by leaks during the shula era did you mean that people were telling everybody that the program sucked and shula didn't know what the hell he was doing because that was pretty apparent to most of us actually i didn't need a leak for that but you know we've been there we've been there with other coaches i won't well, name names but chad morse uh so it does go on and uh we miss those days tom we pine for those days when alabama was a little clueless at head coach it makes things a lot easier the the way you described him right there reminded me of a book i read about um bill walsh and the, his attention to detail his involvement in every little thing which would seem maybe unnecessary to some people was very much part of the reason why he was so great at what he did he was he was down to the point where he wanted the secretary in the uh, the 49ers office to answer the phone in a certain way and that's one of the things that stuck with me and i was like that's a pretty good leadership principle right there it may seem unnecessary but you know and the other thing is too i love leaders who are like we're going to do it exactly the way i want it done from top to bottom every little detail and if it doesn't work out i can fall on my sword and say you know what i did it my way and that's okay but a lot of people, I think, don't yep. don't necessarily try to involve themselves in every little detail. They look at the big picture, and you know, I think it's cool that he was able to do that. And there's a difference between doing that and micromanaging. But I think, you know, again, his philosophy is not easy to replicate, but it certainly is very effective. And uh, some of the greats probably do it a lot, like he did. No, no doubt. And I don't think we're going to have another coach anywhere. I mean, whoever follows him, they're not going to win six titles in whatever seventeen years. Just not going to happen. Um, and uh, I think we've seen the best, y'all. He is of a certain psychological mindset that I don't know if anyone else can. You know, Bill Belichick is probably in the same same mode, Mm -hmm. but um, I don't. It's just not going to be duplicated. I hope it's never ever duplicated at Alabama. I don't ever want to see that again. That's for sure. Um, Let's real quick talk about basketball at Arkansas. And what's going on there, Tom? Arkansas going on the road, staying on the road. I likened it to the Junction City Boys. I don't know if Moss has put them through hell or just <laughs> trying to get them to reconnect or maybe try to find some kind of special spark. But hopefully it works out. And he was talking up Florida. I'm sure you have to do that as a head coach. I don't know that we share his opinion about how great Florida is going to be this year. But for Arkansas, this has to be their Super Bowl, right? Um. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to just keep falling into a hole. And even though that's that's happened. His his Arkansas teams have gotten mm-hmm. several games below 500 in league play and, and bounced back. Uh, they were obviously more competitive, had a shot. Um, but I, I, the thing that that got me about Musselman's post game the other day was he kept going over and over the fact that we have open jump shots. We have to make those. These are college SEC basketball players. And on the other side, George would go down and make open jump shots. So at some point. Guys have got to have confidence in their game and deliver. And they're just still, to me, they're still kind of trying to find out who's who's going to give them minutes. Because I heard you guys talking about Davenport. Well, that came at probably Keon Minifield's expense in the second half. Um, and and Khalif Battle, this Khalif Battle can score. There's got to be a way to, to get him enough minutes that maybe he could give you a five or six minute spurt 
where he scores eight or ten points because it can be the difference in a game. And so there's still, I don't know, man, testing combinations, basically. Yeah, yeah those two guys went one for 13 Saturday. I think he had seen enough. Wow. I was like, um, yeah, if you're not going to do it offensively and you're not doing it defensively, I'm going to find somebody else. And that's the way it has to be. It, it, the, I think I think the good thing is there's enough talent that you can – you can do that if a guy's not producing. All right, here we go. This guy's going to play this game. But um, I, I, I like the idea that you have a, a, a thought of what a guy's going to give you game to game, a consistency. And with this team, you don't know um, what game to game. I, although I do like Tremont Mark. I, I, I think he's got to be a big, a guy that you ride. And, and basically, Trevor Brazil's got to be more productive. Uh, his, his missing the free throws and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, Graham, maybe you expect to miss a few, but you don't expect your guy to go up there and miss key free throws. Yeah, I'm, I expect Grant to miss a few. I don't expect him to miss nearly all of them. So let's hope he can clean that up <laughs> a little bit. Uh, all right, yeah. Tom, we got to run. I appreciate it. We're actually going to talk to Devo on the other side. So if uh, you know anybody's looking for some insight, hopefully we can get some from Arkansas's senior guard. and Maybe he's got a, a better yep. feeling about this weekend. I, I, I know we'd like to. We'd like to come back here Monday and talk about yeah. how pretty the snow is and how beautiful Arkansas's win was. That would be great. Well, they got two home games yep. next week. Yep. I mean, so you could turn this whole thing around by winning Saturday and taking care of business at home next week. Mm-hmm. I like your I'll office. be listening. Thanks, guys. All See right. You. Thank you, Tom. Tom Murphy, Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Always good to have him. It's 1127. It's also a good day to jump out to our friends at Guatney and hang out with them. You can kick off the new year with the unbeatable trade-in deals at Guatney. We always talk about how they're going to give you a great deal on your trade-in. It sounds like just coach speak or radio man speak, but it isn't. They've been doing it since 57, and there's a reason why you're successful for that long a period of time. It's because you treat people right, and certainly when it comes to their trade. Think about a 24 Equinox. Huge fan of those vehicles. I'm actually driving around in one right now. And for a limited time, you can get it for just $23.99 when you trade in a qualifying vehicle. Yes, sir? Right now? Right this second, Wes. You need to stay here until the end of the show, but other people can do it. What about driving into 24 behind the wheel of a new Chevy Silverado? Your dream truck could be yours for under forty-eight grand with your qualifying trade-in. And you can visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see them. The Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville to check out more of their great deals. They've also got special pricing on Suburbans and on Tahoes. So go by and see our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. It is Jacksonville. It is a staple, and they've been doing it since the 50s. So uh, they are ready to receive you. And if you've been thinking, geez, you know, the next time it snows, I really need an all-wheel drive vehicle. I'm tired of having a slip and slide. I'm tired of telling my boss, you know what, I ain't going to make it into work on Monday. Go out there and buy the next vehicle for you and get an all-wheel drive because there are plenty of options. It's big and small. So Guatney's the spot. Go see him. We'll talk to Devo on the other side. He's brought to you by Guadagni Chevrolet, too. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. Sports Center. In the NFL, the Patriots parted ways with Bill Belichick yesterday and have already found a replacement in Gerard Mayo. He becomes the youngest head coach in the league at 37 years old. Mayo played for the Patriots from 2008 to 2015 at linebacker. He's been part of the Patriots coaching staff since 2019. New England is also set to hire a new general manager as Belichick filled out both roles in his time there. And in college football, the Alabama coaching search continues with Oregon head coach Dan Wanning and Florida State head coach Mike Norvell withdrawing their name from the process. The two favorites are thought to be Crimson Tide offensive coordinator Tommy Reese and Washington head coach Kaylin DeBoer. A hire is expected to be made relatively soon. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. It's the Marine Expo, Arkansas's premier boat show, January 19th through the 21st at the Statehouse Convention Center. Wake and surf boats, bass boats, party barges, and the lowest prices of the year. Congratulations, you're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance, so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agents Chad Kesterson in Arkadelphia, Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, or Blake Jumper in Benton. Custody? Guardianships? Adoptions? 
For any family matter, hire the Lions. There's no one better to protect your pride than our pride of legal Lions. Exceptional communication and exceptional results in both the negotiating room and the courtroom. Lions Legal, the legal pride of Arkansas. Call 227-ROAR and Lion Legal will come roaring to the rescue. Now the power to protect your M&B debit card is in your hands. With Secure Lock technology, you can lock or unlock your debit card for purchases. Select geographic locations where your card can be used. Set transaction spending limits, alerts, and more. If your card is lost or stolen, you can simply turn it off right on your mobile device. So enjoy your security and let M&B Secure Lock do the rest. Just download the free Secure Lock app. We've got you covered. You keep moving forward. At M&B, we've got your back. Check us out at mnbbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Cozy up to the ultimate comfort food. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac. And top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal. Both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. The mac is back and oh so tasty. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Welcome back to The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Ackrey and Wes Moore. Standing in line to see the show tonight and there's a light on, heavy glow. By the way, I tried to say I'd be there, waiting for. All right, we are desperately seeking uh, Devo, not Susan. Not a bad flick, though, back in the day. Here, Madonna's no, I Prime. That, yeah. I was going to talk to Tom about this. I was going to talk to Clint about this. I didn't ask Matt Dinnerman about you it. You want to ask me about it? Yeah, I do. I mean, I was going to try to bring them into the conversation, but we ran out of time with each of them, so I'm going to get your thoughts on this. And maybe this again, this is just me, the old man, you know, yeah. get off my lawn. But I think you might agree with me on this one. I just don't think this is what we we want, you know. Like, there's got to be some kind of, and this isn't a, it's not an anomaly anymore. This is a bit of an outlier, but it's not really anymore, I guess. Let me just tell you what's going on. Uh, Casey Thompson is going to Oklahoma. He is a quarterback. He is a. Here's how the thing reads: former Texas, Nebraska, mm-hmm. and Florida Atlantic quarterback Casey Thompson. Committed Thursday to Oklahoma, where he will play his seventh season in college football. He needs to enter the workforce. Is this really what we want? Are you talking about the transfers or the seventh year? The Both. transfers and the seventh year. I don't year. care about seventh year. I mean, I would have stay, stayed in college as long as possible, too. I would like to go back, actually. Yeah. And if I'm the quarterback at a college... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to stay there as long as I can be. See you working, you dirty dog. BMOC. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not like, there was a kid, was it the Rice quarterback that was at USC? Yeah, he was uh, JT Daniels. JT, JT Daniels. Daniels. God, he's Georgia, USC. West Virginia. West Virginia, Rice. then Rice. Yeah. I don't like that at all. There's got to be a solution to that. I'm okay if a kid wants to transfer once. Uh, and then if your coach leaves, what is that? What's going on? Tornado? What? No, that's somebody's oh. off the No, air. it's Buzz Chief. Okay. Um, and I am a firm believer, too. If a coach leaves, I think it should be okay to transfer. I agree And you that. get another transfer. But I think if, you're, you know, you, you transfer once and then your coach is there the rest of the time, if you want to transfer, fine, but you're going to sit out like the old rule, a year. Yeah. I don't like this transfer, 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 transfer. I don't think that's right. I will also say, I think in today's, and I don't want to open up this can of worms, it's funny to me, though, like you can do whatever you want in college, but in the state, we're worried about high school kids going from school to school. I think it's funny to me. Mm. No, we're not. Well. They can. Depends on what kind of school they're leaving and going to. True. So I think it's hilarious. You know, so, we, we got college kids doing whatever the hell they want, but we're trying to keep uh, kids moving from one school to another from playing. It's funny. Anyway. So you can get seven years. I guess he redshirted. He got a medical redshirt, and he got COVID here. COVID, yeah. Yeah. I guess there's nothing wrong with that. No. It's interesting to me, though. You know, I was looking for the clip. I guess it's not in the system, but it was like instead of a woman where he goes, you're building a rat ship here for seagoing snitches. And they're not snitches, but it's like you're bouncing from one school to another. 
We're not teaching anything about loyalty. We're not teaching anything about sticking it out and working through the process. Yeah. We're not talking about fighting for things. Yeah. We want stuff handed to us on some sort of silver platter. I'm not starting. I'm gone. Yeah. Or in some cases, they are starting and they're gone. By the way, that's what bothers me. Arkansas. No, it doesn't. Arkansas just got uh, Florida Gator safety who started eight games and now is coming to Arkansas. Miguel Mitchell just committed and signed with Arkansas. Okay. It still bothers me. Like again, we are paying the highest to the. They're going to the highest bidder, and yet Florida State's you know taking a beating over here because they apparently used inducements, which is what everybody else is doing. Uh, your boy Norvell just got a contract extension. My boy. Yeah, $10 million a year. Good for him. That's what he deserves. <laughs> <Eight> years. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Yeah. And you know what? He's Thank got you, a, Saban. He's got a long track record of being a really good coach. So, why not? Who else are you going to get that's better? No I, no, I like him. Yeah, I don't you think know. there's a better coach out there right now. I was. I mean, you're not going to get Kirby Smart to go over there. I got excited when Arkansas was, the his name came up in yeah. one of the, I forget which time. Chad Morris. Was it Chad Morris? Yes. But even before... Puke. Ugh. Yeah, a lot of people still bring that up. Anyway... Imagine if they had hired Norvell instead of Chad Morris. But what look, about the Pittman one? I, I thought he would be know. a good coach at Florida State. I thought he would do a good job. But now that he's proven it, he's really virtually irreplaceable with anybody you can actually get. I think Dion's name pops up with any of these jobs that are open. Maybe trickle-down? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like if DeBoer goes to Bama, does Washington become intriguing to, to Dion? Yeah. It's a much better football program. Yeah, it was just like, uh, we, I guess it was us that we were talking about the, yesterday. If something happened at Oregon and Lanning left, Dion there would just seem like a natural fit. Perfect. Being a Nike guy. But I also thought Lanning was a perfect fit, and yeah. he's not going. He's going to stay. Uh, but, you know, I think a lot, uh, I think Dion staying at Colorado this year because of his son and trying to. Well, his son Let can go with him because you can do anything out. you want because it's a it's a free for all. They have been well. They have cut down on that. Have they? Yes. But you can do it to make it. Well, I say that, and then the the last ruling just made it to where you could transfer. Can do everything. Not, yeah. Yeah. So it's, a, it's the wild wild west. Unless you're at Florida State. It, By it, the way, do you know who the Florida Atlantic coach is right now? Football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basketball. Do you know basketball? Is that what you uh-uh. Thomas Herman. Oh, Tom Herman. Tom Herman. Tom Herman. Herman. Tom Herman's wow. the coach of Florida Atlantic. Yeah. How far did he fall? To Florida Atlantic. But I'm, I'm wondering if maybe his name gets in the mix. Because here's the thing. If, you they, ha- if you're good enough to get hired at Texas, you're probably good enough to get hired at a lot of other jobs. Were they any good at Florida Atlantic? I don't know. Not not good enough to keep their quarterback, apparently. The, oh. the Norvell was during the Pittman search, by the way. Hmm. To clear that up. Okay. Well... But it was between Florida State and Arkansas, maybe, and Florida State was obviously more attractive. Who's um Who's Mike Norvell's agent? I would guess Sexton. You guess right, sir. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could just guess that he is making a coach. ton of money with Saban's retirement yeah. because so many of his clients are going to get a raise, it's and just, he's going to get one of his clients most likely the Alabama job, and then wherever that guy was, that job's going to come open, and he'll probably get. The, one of his guys, that job, the trickle down, and they're just so the trickle down effect plus the guys getting raises, whose name is being or you know whose name is being mentioned with this job. I thought it was funny, and someone pointed this out on Twitter. One of the national reporters put out a list of of coaches and their buyouts, what it would cost Alabama to buy out that coach, and like ten minutes later, he edited his tweet and added a coach, James Franklin, and it was like, oh, somebody got a call from from a very powerful person saying, hey, you left someone off the list that could be a candidate mm-hmm. that I want to get a raise, James Franklin. Mm-hmm. And so that post was edited and James Franklin added to the list. I can think of worse hires for Alabama than James Franklin. I don't think he'll get the job. No, I don't either. No. This from our live fan feedback. Acre, you mentioned on the morning show about Washington's coach as an option with no ties to the South. Neither did Saban, who's a so-called Yankee by idiot Justin Moore's viewpoint. <laughs> Uh, Nick Saban, I'm pretty sure before we went to Alabama, head coach at uh, LSU. LSU? Yeah. This just in. Now, before LSU, yes. But guess what? LSU was also desperate for any coach they could get. During the DiNardo era, mm-hmm. they couldn't beat anybody. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a little different animal. But he already had his time in in the South. Uh, Ra, this is from the morning show. God, we haven't gotten any live fan feedback. Come on, people. Step it up. It's through our listen live button. Let's go. From the Southern Structural Solutions text line. From This is uh, 501. says, I don't see anything wrong with transferring. That's signed 
juice Justice Hill. Come on. That's not nice. Let's be nice. You know what? I'm glad he's found a nice home. He seems very happy at Loyola Marymount. Someone needs to teach Jalen Graham the underhand free throw from the 501. Where is Barry? Huh? The Rick Barry? Yeah, Yeah. Rick Barry. Almost said Rick Carlisle. Rick Barry, yes. Good. You know what? His form doesn't look bad. When he's shooting it, it doesn't look like, ugh, that's an ugly shot. I think he just... They just don't go in. Needs to shoot 100 a day. A hundred? You know, I bet he does. A thousand. A thousand? Well, a couple hundred at least. I'm sure he's practicing free throws. He just is not good at it. Maybe he has a mental block. Yeah, that's what it is for a lot of people. Like Dwight Howard, he was good at free throws in practice, but once he got to the line, he couldn't do it. Oh, Philip Martin wants it on this comment. Philip Martin says it's Bologna. Just, I mean, I can go out and hit 70% of my free throws right now. I I agree. Yeah, yeah, I could do. I don't know if I could. I mean, there's no reason these kids shouldn't shoot, you know, 70%. Yeah, 7 out of 10 is not asking a lot. No, it's not. It's just, you know. I think I could go out right now and make 5 out of my first 10, and then 6 out of my first 10, then 7. Give me 30, and I'll I'll be back into it. It won't take long. After I broke my arm a couple years ago, and I mean, I I can't throw overhand now. Two years later, I went out on a basketball court, took three shots. After that, I hit 8 of 10. Seven of ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, you know, muscle memory. And it's just drilling. It's just doing it. I mean, I mean, you got high school teams that shoot close to 80%. Do you think yeah. you could do it with 20,000 people yelling your name? Yeah. I'm yeah, I do, tough. actually. Not a mental midget. I mean, I, or mental, <laughs> I played in what you, games what do you say that these days instead of that. I still say I that. Mental state small person. games. I mean, mental soft. Dwarf. Mental just soft. Oh. Mental yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, really, yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, it's like, I, I still think I can do a lot of stuff I can't do. Same. I know. I every, mean, day, but, every day in the gym, I remind myself, oh, no, yeah. I shouldn't be lifting that anymore. But yeah. free throws is not one of those. No, free throws is not one of those. Free no, there, throws. Are, there are 70-year-old guys that can, you're not there yet, there are 70-year-old guys that can still make mm-hmm. 80% of their free throws, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. I just don't understand it. I mean, that second half against Auburn, that is absolutely the worst performance I've ever seen by players of that caliber, you mm-hmm. know? And, I mean, I don't know where it comes from. I think you just flush it. I just think you just, like, we're, we'll do better next time, guys. Yeah, yeah. that to. was the worst. Well, yeah. You flush it, but you got to find out, why did you, and Jay Wright said this, and I yeah. agree, why did you quit on him? Yeah. Why do you not, what is it, what's going on that you just roll over? Jay Wright and, or Jay? When did Jay Wright? No, from, I thought it was. Uh, no, not Jay Wright. Jay, uh, the former Duke player. Yes. Jay Williams. Jay Williams. Jay Williams, yeah. What, what is it going on with this team? That you're willing just to quit like that? Yeah. Is there something inside internally? Is it something with the coaching staff? What is it that you just quit in the middle of a game like that? Yeah, that was. That would have to be solved. But, yeah. Uh, but but the rest. Flushed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're not going to play that bad again. I mean, they, I mean, they're not that, that. That's not them. That's no, that's not right. The they're not thirty yeah. points worse than Auburn. I would right, give you that. No. The, the it's funny to me though because guys are it's it's become and especially in this offense like it's a it's a one on one you're going to have a chance and if you're hot they'll try to feed you look at mark the other day yeah. but it's an opportunity to sort of pad your stats and if you're a you know man everybody's got a little bit of look at me and everybody likes to score mm-hmm. they're free points free and you're good you're playing around the rim you're going to get bumped and yeah. banged and you're going to get opportunities at the line like in, these are just points you're just throwing away in Graham's case that's the difference between scoring six points per game and scoring 12 points per game. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, and if you're a double-digit I mean, guy, it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've always heard the myth, I guess, that big men don't can't shoot because their hands are too big. But mm-hmm. while Leonard's got huge hands, he can shoot free throws. Yeah, but most like, post guys are not elite shooters. Well, no, so. they're not. I mean, Joe Klein shot around 80, though. Yeah. Yeah. But he's special. I mean, special talent. He's it an does. Olympian. And a... And a World champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, six six one one zero three seven. I think we got a caller. Almost squeeze that in. Philip, welcome. Glad you, <laughs> glad that you braved it. Thanks. Yeah. You well, may not be going out of the house again for a few days, so you better take advantage while you can. What I'm going to do when I get home today is I'm going to go build a new house. Four years ago, uh huh. Got this tankless water heater. Yep. On the outside of the house. Oops. Mm. Rated to zero. Okay. Last two years, it's froze up, and we've not had you know. This so, guy's had the same problem. So I am going... But my daughter left the uh, garage door open overnight. Uh, His is outside. He's froze. screwed. Don't leave the outside open. I've got a quilt that I, I went to Goodwill and got one of these big quilts, and I'm going to wrap it around it and t- tape it on there today. Okay. You know, so that's that's how we're going to weaterproof this stuff. Wow. You know? 
That's what I'm going to do with mine too. You're yeah. a uh, you're a hardcore blue collar American man. I like that. <laughs> you're quilting your water heater. Uh, yeah. Why do they put it outside? Oh, we, well, they're not even very big. You can put them anywhere. Yeah, yeah, I know they're not. It's about this big and yeah. they're tiny. It's got a little cover on it. Yeah. And, and two, last year we put the tape around. You know the the t- tape around the pipes. We thought that was going to insulate it and be fine. No, it froze up again. I'll tell you this. I hate. I told Wes this. I grew up in Iowa. Yeah. We don't do that. No. We don't tape stuff. We don't put blankets on stuff. We just go. But and your it water heater's in your basement. Dude. That's true. But right. I'm talking about like people like that are covering up their faucets and things. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm just saying we never do it. As long as you have a hose attached to it, though. Yeah, I've I was never, about to say, do you need to cover those up outside? Never had a problem. I was people. told to. Yeah. And I did I've that yesterday. I've always been told that, too, but I don't know if it's... Yeah, I, we I, never, I, I do I it. I don't need... The people who live in that world don't do that. Yeah. Okay. But your houses are built different. Oh, yeah. Their pipes are way different up north. Yeah. What? Pipes are pipes. Because it, the Red house is pipes. built knowing that you're going to have extremely cold winters. But, but West pipes Our are, houses aren't built to where yeah. we're going to have a stretch of five straight days where it never gets above freezing. I'm right. not a plumber, and I'm not a house builder, but I think pipes that are exposed to the elements are pipes that are exposed to the elements, unless I'm missing something. I don't think your pipes are exposed to the elements up north. They're, that's why they're very well insulated. No, of course they are. You have an outdoor water have faucet have water and stuff. Water. Yeah. Of course you do. But you turn, you put a, you have a hose on, and you turn the water on, right? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, of okay. course. But I mean, you take the hose off, obviously, when it's yeah. freezing. That's yeah. bad for your house. Yeah, don't do that. Touchdown, hog. What's is like? Don't, you don't put your spigots inside the house? No, no. But uh, <laughs> I'm thinking what freezes though is right inside the wall. Yeah, not so much the faucet itself. Could we be dumber? If you're a plumber <laughs> oh, and you'd like to fill us yeah. in, what do you think we should be doing? I got a plumber at the house right now. You want me to tell him to call in? Yeah, ask him. Uh, touchdown, hog. What's up? Hey, this has nothing. Hey, first of all, I want to say I really enjoy listening to y'all show. Uh, I'm a diehard Razorback fan. I called in the other day, um, but I do want to get something off my chest because I feel like that, um, well, I'm just going to say it. I think a lot of people here in the state of Arkansas have uh, settled for mediocrity. And I think that, you know, this is a do or die. Whether people want to admit this or not with the football program, this is a do or die year. And if you don't fix it this year, if you don't fix the recruiting this year, instead of getting little three-star recruits here and there, you need to be going. Pittman needs to be going up to these four or five-star recruits and saying, how much are they paying you? We'll pay you double because it's that dire of a situation. If they don't fix it this year, I'm afraid they might not ever bring the football program back to where it historically has supposed to have been. I mean, you look at all these – you look at all the other teams – you know, basketball team, baseball team, track and field, they're, they all perform at a very high level. They compete at a very high level. Why There is absolutely zero excuse for the football team to be in the position that it's in right now. We have the resources. We have the money. They need Pittman and Petrino. If you can hear me right now, pick up the phone, make some phone calls, and ask these guys, how much they're getting paid, and you need to you need to give them double because it's that dire of a situation. If we have another three and nine, four and eight year, you know what's going to happen? People are going to stop showing up. That's probably true. That part I agree with. Thank you for the call. Um, we were just talking about plumbers, and my friend, yeah. what you're talking about there is a pipe dream. Actually, yeah. uh, you can't walk in and pay double what elite programs are playing people. The money doesn't fit. The money doesn't work. I don't care how many NIL programs Arkansas adds. You're not paying double what you know elite programs are paying five-star kids. You're just not. No. That's not realistic. And, and historically, I mean, let's be rational about this. How good has Arkansas been historically? Not elite. Not elite. Typically. No. no. With a few years of... A few good years, and they've been competitive. Mm-hmm. Now, that good program. Nobody's going to say it's not a good program, but it's not been, you know, over the past 50 years. Yeah. It's not We're a 7-5, 8-4 program. If you can average yeah. 7 wins, yeah. 7 to 8 wins, yeah, you should be happy. And sports is a zero-sum game, so somebody's going to be a loser. Right. You know? You can't all be 11 and 2. And it's, it's not getting easier. It's getting harder. Yes. Because there are a couple of really good programs that just joined the bunch. So, Philip and I were just talking about a tankless hot water heater. Yeah. Arkansas doesn't have a bottomless pit of money. Yeah. yeah. He just made it sound like, oh, yeah, just go pay double. All right. We're, we're, who, where, where's that money coming from? Yeah, we're not Harvard. <laughs> you've, you've lost five or six guys off your own <laughs> roster because you couldn't pay them the same amount that other teams were offering right. them. Well, you chose not to pay that. True. Because you wanted to pay... Well, you have to pay other guys. Other right. guys. Yeah. Yes. You that's, that is exactly why yeah. 
Rocket, KJ, Trey Knox. You think he went South Carolina because he loves Columbia? No, he went South Carolina because they were going to give him more money. And and the other sports, track and field, baseball, they're not the same. It's not the same animal. They're not revenue producing sports. Nobody is paying baseball players. well, it is, it is a thousand dollars a month. That's you know. true, but it is a revenue-producing sport in Arkansas. But it only is a little in bit. Arkansas. But but I if mean, you just don't lose money, you're better than exactly, just about everybody. Exactly, yeah. it's just a different animal. Yeah. I mean, anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, Philip. Don't let logic get in the way of these I fans know, here. I know. No, well. Come on. <laughs> anyway, I appreciate his passion. That's good, and yeah. I do agree. Arkansas cannot afford another stinky. He's absolutely right about that. Yeah. They cannot afford a tank again this year. Just to bring it all back. Around. <laughs> For over 30 years, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse on 65th and University has been Arkansas's truck accessory headquarters and the only stop for all your truck parts and accessories. If it goes on a truck, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse has it, like step bars, bed covers, toolboxes, and ladder racks, as well as gooseneck, fifth wheel hitches, and drop hitches. All this and more can be found at Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse, a WeatherTech Diamond dealer, 501-568-0040, or online at ArkansasTruck.com. And ask about the all-new RSI SmartCat. At Arts Marine, we just called in our latest flock of hunting boats. Look at these ambush boats by Legendcraft. The perfect style and function for years of successful hunts. How about letting us customize a well-built boat for your particular needs? Bury any of our boats with a Tatsu outboard. All the boats at Arts Marine are rugged, and our selection and prices are unmatched in Central Arkansas. We also offer full service on ATVs. So, before you hit the deer woods, come let our certified technicians make sure you don't have any breakdowns this fall. Get in now before these deals fly away. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash sports. Ramp.com slash sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Great news. Stocking stuffers at Bell & Sword in Conway. Ah, this is Joseph Pena of the Arkansas basketball team. Are you shopping for Christmas gifts? Bell & Sword has everything for men. Athleisure from Vori, PJ and hoodies from Saks, Cologne, Basque, Epoch. Clothing, Peter Millar and Johnny L. Quality, Martin Ningman. Leather goods and shoes. Expert staff with free gift wrapping. Bell and Sword, 1011 Oak Street on Facebook and Instagram. Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience. Rock and roll sushi. Founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll? Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. We got hibachi, too. Chicken, shrimp, filet, lobster, grilled vegetables, savory fried rice, and super salad. Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Rockandrollsushi.com. Now with five locations in Central Arkansas. You never know what's going to happen in the zone. The big wing and the tide are going down. Are you ready, Eddie, or not? Let's freaking go. Well, he's not the brightest tool in the shed. Or the sharpest. Let's see what the guys are up to today. All right, last thing we're talking about plumbing. Lynn says wrap an electric blanket around it. Yeah. And there's an idea. I yeah. do that on my, uh, the pool equipment. On an electric blanket? Uh-huh. An electric blanket? Uh-huh. Like one that's and plugged then, in? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then I uh, cover that to keep it, because, you know, with the snow and it'll melt. and you don't, Yeah. So wow. I cover that with uh, with another yeah. a piece of plastic and some cardboard. Oh, I had an idea. Wild. You yeah, guys are crazy. Because. I, I never did that. When I was a young reporter, I, I used to go out when, they, when it got real cold and go out to these orchards. And they had smudge pots, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like going, that's what keeps you know, oranges and stuff. I mean, you know, let me get a smudge pot, see how much that is. You know, I figured they're like 40 bucks, you know, for 
like $500 for a smudge puff. Hmm. You know, so I'm not doing that. No. Besides, my neighbors would probably not like that. Let's bring it back to sports for a moment, if we may. I don't know who this blue check mark is. JPA football, whatever that is. They've got like 180,000 followers or whatever. Uh, the report states, Jerry Jones could look to hire Bill Belichick, depending on how the Cowboys finish the season. <laughs> uh, per Tony Pauline, who's a uh, consulting editor and NFL draft analyst at sportskeeda.com, whatever that is. The pressure is on for the Cowboys to produce in the playoffs. We all know that. Yeah. How'd you feel about that? Somebody made an interesting point on ESPN today. Why do you think about that? They said, you know, the, the point would be you bring him in, you establish a culture, you get guys, and then you say, hey, and one of my assistants will take it from here. Mm-hmm. And then the guy pointed out, I was like, all of his assistants have failed on their own. Yeah. And I'm like, never thought about it in those terms. Mm-hmm. You look at Nick Saban's coaching tree, and then you look at Bill's coaching tree, it ain't the same animal. No, I, I you know this was a discussion on ESPN this morning while you know I was working out at the gym and you know I was thinking about it and uh, first uh, reaction is no I, I really don't want Belichick but then I thought of Coach Kelly and I know how what a big fan he is and I was like I got to pick his brain you know how would he feel because Coach Kelly's a big Cowboys fan too mm-hmm. he's a big Belichick fan you would think. It would go together, and it would be perfect. But would it? I don't. I don't know where he he'd is. He'd have in a his job career. there, so that's all he care about. You can't ask him. He's biased. Mm. He knows he'd get a gig over there. <laughs> He's got a gig. He'd have a different gig for more money, and he'd also be in the NFL again. Yeah. So, mm. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's tempting because he, I, there's no doubt the guy's brilliant. Do you think McCarthy has to win a has to win a playoff game to stay? Or is it like... It's a possibility. You're yeah, a touchdown and a half favorite. You're at home against yeah. the Packers team that's got a lot of question marks. I think marks. you have to beat... And I a first-time starter in the playoffs, a yeah. quarterback? Like, yeah. Yeah. No, no doubt. I think you have to beat the Packers. I'm yeah. not saying if if they lose, he is fired Monday without right. a doubt. But I think there is a uh, very good chance. Could get Harbaugh. They're going to get yeah. the Rams or the Lions second week? <laughs> yep. That's a tough matchup either way. Agreed. I mean, we've already seen the Cowboys and Lions. Rams have a very good running game, and that gives the Cowboys some issues at times this year. When they've lost, it's because they couldn't stop the other team's running game. Well, they've also got two of the most effective receivers in the league. They've got two good receivers. Rams have been very hot down the stretch. Um, They are in the playoffs because of the way they finish, kind of like the Buffalo Bills. Kind of like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. they What, they go 4-0 down the stretch? They went 3-0 with Rudolph at quarterback, so... Yeah, but I still don't believe Pittsburgh. No, I we don't, don't either. Believe in it. Yeah. But I think they're going to play better than the line. It's like it's a double-digit line. I don't know if they're going to lose by that much. That's, yeah. It's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. On a crappy day. I saw a report this morning, and it's been refuted already, but that they were talking about moving the yeah. game to Cleveland. Yeah. I'm like, you can't pull a home playoff <laughs> game out. Yeah. If you got to no. delay it, you delay it, but yeah. you can't make them play somewhere else. No. That wouldn't be right. If they're going to play in zero degrees in KC. I don't care how much snow falls in in Buffalo, you got to play that game there. It's crazy talk. Hey, it's Brooke here. And at Chris Crane Hyundai, we've got a huge selection of pre-loved vehicles like never before. Late models loaded with new technology? Check. Payments to fit any budget? Check. Silverado, Civics, Broncos, and more? Check, check, check. Thanks that love to say yes? You know it. Our pre-